Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, your host and chief monkey, and this is the Wall Street Oasis podcast. Join me as I talk to some of the community's most successful and inspirational members to gain valuable insight into different career paths and life in general. Let's get to it. Another interesting chat with the WSO interns. If you're interested in applying to the internship, please check out the show notes. There's a link right there. Enjoy. Okay, welcome everybody. It is September 9th, 2022. Not sure when this will get released, but um, here, kind of the start of the new school year for some of you. I'm going to be trying to do this during the school year is a little harder than our summer cohort, but uh, I think. Um, if anything, just want to start this call off with um, seeing if there's any questions about the internship itself. And then we can, again, like we usually do, jump quickly to uh, seeing if there's any questions around um, your specific interview struggles, uh, networking struggles. Uh, we can even review a resume. If you guys want to send in a resume, I'm happy to kind of jump on there and um, do a screen share with that. So... Um, yeah, without further ado, any questions? And you can you can send questions both through your uh, through the chat or um, just raising your hand and just talking uh, using audio, whichever you prefer. Um, hi, Amina. Hey, Kyra. Hey, Kareem. Adrian, Nina, Menaz, Seb. Who else? We have? There's some new names here. I don't recognize all of you. Um, I'm just asking, can I have my resume reviewed? Of course, Amina, you want to send it through to Nabil in Word format or just put it in the chat? You can send it to Nabil at wallstreetoasis.com and I'll um, I'll try to get uh, my Word doc open that has kind of um, our templates here. Let's see. Okay, so yeah, send it through, and uh, we can we can jump on and do a quick uh, quick resume review. If anybody else wants that done, we can try to squeeze it in this week too. But probably usually only have time for about one or two um, to do that. But I'm I'm happy to do that to try and help you guys as well. Let's see here. I'm opening up. I'm getting this set up right now. I'll open up the uh, templates we typically have. Um, to kind of compare side by side. Here we go. And Amina, are you sending, can you give me a little bit more about your background? Are you an undergrad right now? Um, uh, one of the one questions from somebody on an iPhone, and the name is iPhone, so I'm not sure who it is, but it says, in what way uh, could this, let me shrink this, could this internship uh, help get a finance job in the future. 
Um, I think like any job, I think it's about showing uh, relevant experience and this career definitely, or this internship definitely does that in the sense of you're able to hit on certain uh, keywords and phrases that you necessarily might not be able to in other internships. So if you were in a marketing internship, but you're trying to get into a finance career, it doesn't make any sense. If you're in accounting, but you really want to go into trading, you could write about trading specific topics and they would actually get some of those keywords onto your resume and make you more attractive for those roles because it's going to show your interest instead of it just being verbal. It's like, oh no, you've actually researched and written on these types of topics. So it shows more of a genuine interest. Amina says she uh, sent the resume, Nabil, if you want to pull it up and, or shoot it uh, didn't get it on my email yet. Not so yet. I'll let you yeah. Um, and then uh, Kareem is asking, could I have my resume reviewed as well? I just finished some summer but was hoping to see if my input is good to sum up my work there. Sure, Kareem, send it through. Uh, and so, yeah, to the person from the iPhone asking about how this job, how this internship can help. It's really about just demonstrating interest. This is like any, anything building a resume. You know, if you have irrelevant internships, let's say for example, you're a computer science major and you don't have much finance uh, classes or, or like you're a history major and it's like totally irrelevant to what you're trying to now pivot to, to finance. Or let's say you're already in a career and you're trying to do this after you graduated. This internship kind of just helps We'll call it uh, bankify or financify, if that's a making of words. Uh, it kind of gives that stamp of finance on the resume, which makes makes you uh, look like you are um, putting an effort to get relevant experience, and that makes it more likely to get an interview. So it increases your your response rates. Although, again, I think it's important to people who haven't been listening to the previous weekly wrap ups uh, or sorry, weekly kind of intern chats is uh, even with the perfect resume, with a perfect GPA from a target school in a, in a city where there's lots of finance careers, even with that perfect resume, the response rates from online applications and resume drops is still probably under 10%. So it means you're going to be failing 90% of the time, not hearing anything. And for most people, it's under 1% because most people don't have that perfect resume. So um, I think keeping that in mind, um, your time is typically much better spent um, instead of sending out instead of sending out a bunch of um, you know online applications and, and spending hours and hours applying to jobs online. Typically, it's much better to apply to jobs you think you that would help you build. So like in this next step, so you're not going to be applying for like vice president roles at an investment bank when you have no experience, right? That's just a waste of everybody's time. What you should be doing is applying for internships at IBs or after this, after this role, you should be applying for internships. If you, let's say you, you're an analyst, then you can apply for associate roles. Um, and then specifically reaching out to the people who are at that firm after you apply to try and get on the phone call to let them know that you've applied um, but more importantly, start a conversation, start a relationship, and hopefully that comes up naturally. And you can say, well, I recently applied for the internship. Um, you know, if there's any way um, you think I could help my uh, my chances or anything you think I should do, I'd you know, be all ears. Or if there's anyone you think I, I could speak with, um, that'd be much appreciated um, to continue just my, my journey of trying to learn more about the career and, and stuff like that. I think that really helps if you stay humble and you stay kind of... Um, just appreciative of everyone's time. It, it makes people want to help you more. 
Um, Amina centered in the bill. Anything? Not yet. Uh, I got one from Karim. Just dropping it now. Okay. Uh, Amina's was PDF. I asked for the uh, word format. Let me check again. Yeah. Uh, Susmita asked what email to send the resume to. I just rejoined. Previous chats aren't there. Sure. I'll put it in the chat right now. It's Nabil at Wall Street. Oasis.com. And then we'll start with Kareem. All right, so Kareem, you're still in undergrad, correct? Yes, I am a rising senior. I start on the 21st and it's my last year. Awesome, it's a great one. Good review. Okay, I'm gonna share screen here. And then I'm gonna pull up our template alongside of it. One sec, I'm just getting this, my screen set up so everyone can see it well. Okay, here we go. So uh, this is cold. I haven't looked at your resume at all. So give me, uh, bear with me. I'm asking silly questions. Okay, so on the left is the resume you sent. On the right is kind of our uh, our suggested template. Just so you can see differences. I think your template is actually pretty clean. I think I've seen this template before. It's it's uh, it's nice. Um, it's a little bit blocky in text. I could use a little more white space here. So if you want to drop this by a point or two on the font to give yourself more air and more space in between the sections, especially between work and leadership and education and skills, activities, interests, um, to help the eye just see the sections better, I think that would be really great. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's, let's look into the actual meat and the content here, which is really what matters most. Um, okay, you see Davis. Economics minor, okay. Three six, great. The director of marketing and design. What's FIC director? Uh, Finance and investment club. All right, can you write that out? Because I might not have known that, and that's relevant if you're applying. And what what types of careers are you trying to apply to? Uh, investment banking, FP&A. Okay, that's right. and tell me about your background. So, okay, I'm looking here. You did an internship, commercial so real estate. Okay, are these all training programs? Um, yeah, so I can explain a bit. I was I used to live in Lebanon up until I was 19, and then I moved to the U.S., went to community college, then went to Davis. When I was in Davis, I joined the Finance and Investment Club, and in those clubs, they have training programs where they basically introduce you to, to valuation uh, techniques, practices, and one of them is the, called the Analyst Training Program, which I have on there, and then the other... It's called the Commercial Real Estate Financial Training Program. So I did both of them. And then the analyst training program eventually turns into an internship with a hedge fund. So that needs to be updated this year because you have to basically pass ATP1, analyst training program one, to go to ATP2. Then once you pass ATP2, you get the internship. And now I passed both of those. So I'm currently in ATP3. It's a training program they have with someone who was a graduate at Davis and he started his own hedge fund in San Francisco. So cool. And so I'm interning there right now, basically. Okay, yeah. So number one is definitely get that on your resume as soon as you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, for what, what's your goal? You said investment banking. So the hedge fund's not exactly. So, okay, let's start from the top because I think that'll be helpful. Um, let me let these people in. So, blah, blah, blah. So 
I think starting from the top, like you may want to move to our template simply because it saves a little bit of space at the top, mm-hmm. which I think you could use by like moving your name over and stacking the address. I know it's a pain, but like it's literally just copy paste unformatted text into mm-hmm. this. Um, and it'll give you a little bit more. It just, it's just going to give you a little bit more space and breathing room. Um, Associate liberal arts. Okay. This is your, this was the, um, community college, the community college. Okay. And you were there for a couple of years when you transferred, right? Mm-hmm. Three, six. So yeah, finance, definitely say finance and da, 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 director. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I want, it's okay if it's a fine director, but like marketing design, like, is that an interest of yours? Uh, yeah, I, I don't particularly talk about it in my interviews but i just have it on there as an added bonus because a friend of mine told me people like to see it and then i was asked a question once about it and it led me to give a creative solution i solved to like during covid we had to have zoom meetings online so i suggested the idea of putting our our club background in the background of every single one of our zoom screens so that when we met with people they would ask about the club yeah it was a way to market the club so the interviewer actually really liked it and uh he thought it added to my creative background i guess and that's why i have it on there i mean i I can remove it but i don't think you need to remove it it's just it's weird that it's the only thing up here and then you have like huge things here for like stuff you did at davis so did you not have an internship between your sophomore or your sophomore summer or your freshman summer no because during my time at Santa Monica College, I went back to Lebanon because of COVID. And so I didn't have um, an internship then. Okay. But I wanted to really like get involved. So I did my best to, to do my best in the training programs so that I could get an internship for, for my junior year. When did you start with us? Uh, I'm starting tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, okay. <laughs> so I think that'll help. Um, and you did a summer analyst with ACOM as well. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to get a feel of like what you should reduce and what you should. I was thinking of removing either the 2017 internship or the real estate program. Yeah. I like a lot of the stuff in here though. Just quick glance. Mm-hmm. I are because you have a lot of great um, keywords. This is why I really want to find ways to save space for your resume too. So yeah, I would remove um this because it it also screams Lebanon. It, it's just like it just complicates your story so are you going to have a work visa coming out of here or do you need a visa oh, no i'm a u.s citizen so that's another reason to remove this okay because it may call into question of like are you a u.s citizen and uh-huh. you don't want that at all hanging over uh-huh. um a small firm not like reaching out to you can be like oh you, you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so yeah i'd probably remove this um, and then once you get the WSO stuff in there, I would probably reduce these. These are really clubs, right? Mm-hmm. They're training programs slash clubs. So you have them under work experience. You kind of combine work and leadership experience. Mm-hmm. I might want to do this where you have work and leadership separate. Now that you have, you'll have the ACOM and the WSO internships in there. I don't think you need to do this by combining. I think you need to reduce the bullets here and here. Um, so it's like maybe two each. So it's like, you know, they're shorter and smaller, like this section on the right. 
So like, let me see what's the best here. Training, finance, investment, price, financial modeling techniques, and three-step modeling compare with us. So this is great. And once you get the smaller text, that'll get taught onto one row. Mm-hmm. So I'll save some new position examining financial regulatory filings. Um, I mean, you can shorten this just by saying like SEC, right? Uh, 10K, 10Q, performing gap, non-gap reconciliation. This is great, super relevant. Um, one thing I like to do is just, I wouldn't have periods at the end of every bullet because they're not actual sentences anyways. Okay. Um, capstone project. Um, I would just say placed third. Okay. Placed third. 36. Uh, capstone project. So you better, you better be ready to talk about Costco in depth. Like if I was interviewing you, I'd dive into that. Um, I don't think this is as interesting, right? You can remove that bullet. That one was part of the second training program, but. And that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I think these are, these are all really strong though. So I kind of want to keep them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is really good. So I kind of want to maybe keep, maybe I'm kind of second guessing my advice to tell you to split it. The ATP, the analyst training program, it's the one that turns into the internship. So that will be Wadi Cal. So keep it. Yeah. So keep it. Yeah. And then maybe in terms of order, since you're still doing, are you done with the ACOM run, right? Yeah. Uh, this is not updated, but yeah. So this, even put this first above ACOM because you're still doing it. Because uh-huh. this, these bullets are, let me read these, but design and influence these update program guys. This is more a PNA, right? It's not going to make you as competitive for this. Looks like a step back from th- this. Actually, looks better. This looks more relevant to like to hard technical skills. Uh-huh. And this is a lot of space, man. You're giving to this. I would get try to get this to three bullets. Let me see which one. The only reason that I have a lot of space on there is because one time, an alumni from Davis gave us advice on when you do your most recent internship, try to talk mostly about that. Yep and delve deeper and less delve less into your older ones decrease the amount of bullets there and just talk more about that one so i i agree with that except these are strong these are really strong and relevant uh, um and i think this is fpna and this is like this is like finance very finance heavy uh so like you kind of have a tough decision because i think you could put the order either way but the analyst training program because I think you want to have the company here. So like wow. the name of the hedge fund, like slash analyst training program, finance and investment club. You know what I mean? Um, you want to kind of combine that. Right. And I think you should say like only the top get the internship. Right. Yeah. So I think you should put that in here to grant, uh, you know, granted internship from top, whatever, 10% da, 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 to now do more of this kind of similar type of work. So maybe even adding a bullet here, Reducing this ACOM one to two or three bullets, mm-hmm. or trying to get more of them. Like F, like there's certain things you could really shorten FPNA, right? Yeah. The only reason, by the way, that these are very long is because I haven't edited them yet. I finished my internship with ACOM today. Okay. And I haven't properly written them. Like yeah, I'm, and so like EBITDA, it's is I I assume you mean EBITDA. No EBITDA, without no depreciation. Yeah. Okay. And I do have better stuff to update on there. So maybe down the line. I yeah. Just... So I think your thing's going to be more about like 
you have a lot of good stuff, especially with the WSO one eventually coming on. You have a lot of good stuff to to like fill up your resume. So it's going to be about space, especially because of this community, the community stuff. It's taking up even. I don't know if I want to keep that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you even need this. Yeah, the only reason I have it on there is for people if they ask for my story and I explain my background. But yeah, actually, not a not a bad point. Just remove this. Yeah. Saves up a lot of space. Saves a lot of space. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so yeah, I would, I would do that. Just letting in more people. But yeah, I think overall it's pretty strong. Um, but yeah, I, I think a little, a few more numbers here. You're doing a little bit here and here. I really like this place third. It gives me a good fr- frame of reference. I can uh, build performer cash flow models. How many? Um, four. So build four. Do you know what I mean? Um, Wait, sorry, you cut out for a second. So I'm saying like, you know, just quantify everything you can. Okay. And like this, use Wall Street Journal and news sources. This is a little bit weaker than some of the stuff, more technical stuff. So maybe just remove that if you're going to keep the real estate mm-hmm. one. And so like you're giving yourself a little bit more space to get the, to beef up this with the new he- the hedge fund bullet. Mm-hmm. Uh, move this into probably in front. Now that it's an actual, you're working for an actual firm, it's a real hedge, it's a real internship. Um, and then maybe have ACOM, then maybe have two or three bullets, the best bullets from WSO as that's coming in. Um, and then let me check out here. FM, intro data science at EDX, great. Okay. Soccer, hiking, outdoor activities, tennis, chess, reading, gym, and nutrition. Even English. Well, Roman, I think this is really strong. I think you're, I think you're probably going to have a lot more, um, you're going to have a lot of bitter bang for your buck if you just start actually just reaching out to a ton of people, you know, mm-hmm. rather than continually tweaking this resume. I think once you clean up some of these bullets, uh, make it so it's a little bit easier with the white space to read, I think you're in a decent spot. You know, you're, a no, you're in a non-target with an okay GPA, with a good GPA. Um, you have some, some pretty solid experience now, I feel like, even though you kind of were, were put behind the eight ball with COVID. Um, that it makes you somewhat competitive. The problem, of course, you didn't have that junior IB internship. So there's like limited seats, right? Yeah. So you should be looking at big four transaction advisory services. You should be looking at FP&A. You should be looking at boutique banks, small banks, regional banks, anything to try and get uh, even valuation shops, anything to get you the type of experience that'll be somewhat relevant to eventually getting the IB because you know going into your senior year without an offer, um, you should not be stubborn here. Yeah, I do have a verbal offer from ACOM. Okay. That, that I received yesterday, but um, I'm not sure yet, but that is in the works. But I I do want to break into IB. So I do agree with what you were saying about the small boutique shops and, the, and all of that. So yeah, I'll definitely tweak up my resume and fix up the bullet points. And Yeah, but it's, it's overall pretty strong. Um, I think... Yeah, much better than what I usually see. So I think I think you're in good I think you're in good shape. I think it's just I think it's going to be a question of like prioritizing and making sure you're hitting on everything. Yeah. Um, and not overselling it, right? Yeah. So yeah, congrats. Thank you. I'll touch up my resume, and then hopefully in the future, maybe you could 
take one more glance at it and see if there's anything else that needs tweaking. Cool. Yeah. And Jonathan asked a question, where can we find the template, the WSO resume template? It's uh, in the link. Nabil just provided the link. Um, it's under the resource section on the site, on the, the top menu resources. Um, Nabil, did you send me another one? Yep. Sent quite a few on Slack, actually. Okay. To do it, we're going to do it in order, um, just to be fair. So I'm going to do uh, Amina next quickly. Let's see, here we go. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay, uh, let me share screen again so you guys can all come here. And so, um, Amina, are you there? Hi, yes, Mr. Bachev, I'm here. Yeah, tell me a little bit about where you're at currently and what's the goals and, and all that good stuff. Okay, so I graduated this year um with um really good academic uh score from my university uh but the thing is that i've worked in hr and recruitment and i'm looking to shift to finance so that is something that is you know creating a lot of hindrances in the shift because i don't really have very good experience in the finance background mm -hmm. so yeah that is something that's really causing me trouble and i'm currently looking for an internship I resigned from my previous role a month ago and I'm just currently looking for something new. So you're focused 100% on this shift to finance? Uh, yes, I am. Any specific uh, role within finance? I haven't put my mind to it. I'm trying to look into big four. I'm trying to network with them. Uh, I'm looking more into assurance to okay. see if you know, that could work for me. So a couple of things, just looking at your resume that I think might help you. Um, first off, it's way too long for someone that just graduated. I think you want to get this to one page. Um, at least in the U.S., I know this objective statement is pretty common. At least in the U.S., I'm not sure. Uh, it looks like you're maybe in you're in Dubai. I'm in Dubai, yes. Yeah. Um, Nabil, what do you think? Do people have this objective statement, this overview at the top? I know here it's not needed. Depends, like it's not needed though. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I work in HR, so we always, uh, you know, look for the overview, personal statement, something something in brief towards the, like at the beginning of the CV. In Dubai, we do look for that. You do, okay. Um, so in general, I think it's okay. I mean, we, we always say remove it. In, in our resume reviews because it's we feel like it's a, it's a huge waste of space. It usually doesn't say much. Um, okay. But if if it's something where they're asking for that, then I think it's fine to, to have it. Um, I think probably having a resume review would help you. I think the formatting here is pretty bad. I'm um, in the sense okay. of like, the, there's like this weird gray, there's lines, the visual aspect of it is just, to me, it's very hard to read versus something that's uh, more uh, more evenly spaced out and designed. So this has a table format on the right, which allows it to be very consistent in spacing between sections. Um, your bullets are uh, extremely short and non-descriptive, and they don't quantify anything. So it's okay. very hard for me to know what you did, how well you did it, what the results were. So okay. a bullet should try to, you're trying to sell yourself, right? 
Yeah. So the bullet should be tangible in the sense of try to quantify everything. So I'll give you an example. You're a regional recruitment executive. You're main in charge of temporary COVID project with Dubai government. No idea what that means. So um, what kind of project? So it was, uh, I was more into manpower and recruiting, and I was also handling their transportation, their accommodation, and all of that. I was the man in charge. I was handling everything right from, you know, from their visa services, their payroll, uh, their leaves, their accounts, salaries, everything. For the Dubai government? Uh, For the employees with the Dubai government. Okay. So I think what you want to do is just quantify. So how many people did you place? Uh, what was the impact of what the work you did rather than okay. just saying I was just in charge of some project with this government? Um, it just, okay. to me, to the reader, it's not giving me a sense of, well, why did, okay, why did, why does that make you special? Okay. Yeah. Sell, you got to sell yourself better. Payroll management, I don't care. Why? Mm-hmm. So how did you do? Were you, what are you trying to get across with that bullet that you did payroll? So the thing is that I had a much extensive CV with where I had mentioned everything. So I got my CV checked by someone else and they told me to like reduce it. And they were the ones who suggested these things. Yes, you should reduce it. But these, this is just a list of tasks you did. It's okay. not showing the impact you made. Now, I'm not saying go create a three-page resume. I'm saying you need to condense it to one page. Okay. Right. So you still have yeah, to be very judicious. You have to be very judicious in the bullets and the words that you use because you really don't want them wrapping to a second line if you're going to be having all of this stuff. Okay. Like, look, you're using four bullets for volunteer work, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. where this could be part of just a leadership section or even in the, the bottom additional information. Your skills and interests can be condensed into something more like this here. Um, tutoring experience. You're not telling me, you're, what are you tutoring in? So I've been tutoring since I was in high school. So I tutor different subjects like English, Arabic, uh, Urdu, Hindi. So tell me that. These are subjects. Yeah, yeah. Best team okay. performance for what? In my university council. Okay, I get the point. I need to be yeah, more specific I mean, and more, okay. I yeah, I mean, that, that means literally zero to me. When Like, okay. it's, just, it's just a way. So like, when you got to think of yourself of like, this is a document where every word has to have a point and every word has to be selling yourself. So like okay. what you're trying to do, it doesn't mean over embellish. It doesn't mean be like, I was the leader of this thing and they gave me as an intern, I was running the business. No, don't do that. Okay. But what it does okay. mean is, is be specific about the, um, the relevant tasks you did that would show that you're a hard worker, that show that you completed a lot of work while you were there. And that showed the impact of that work. Okay. Got it. okay. If you do that, it, the bullets are going to get better just by default, because right now it's just, it's just like right now it's a listing. The person that probably saw your resume first saw all of these sections and it was just like blocks of text, right? Or too much. Okay. Um, so I think you don't want to go back to that, but you do want to give me, uh, give me more to, to, um, to chew on. All right. Got it. Yeah. Um, and then with this internship, you're saying, oh, it's hard to get to finance because I was in the recruiting and all that stuff. Totally agree. This internship will help get it listed um, at the top of your experience. Okay. And uh, volunteer okay. and work experience. Volunteer is great, but I'd have work experience be first and don't have volunteer be like part of the same section. Um, okay. And then references. I don't think you need to list them on the CV. You can say references available upon request if they really ask for that. 
Um, that's usually a second stage or third stage. Um, okay, got it. And then education. Um, I don't think you need to say straight A student. That's obvious in the GPA. Okay. Um, Merit-based scholarship. Um, this is great. Valedictorian. It's great. Gold medalist. High skewing CPA. You know, program, honor roll, great. So this is good, but I think just condensing it into that one line of grade, like how how strong you are academically. Okay. One or two lines. Um, and then secondary, I mean, this is high school, right? Yeah. I don't know if putting high school now that you're out of school, out of college, I don't think this is that relevant. I think you're- So the most recent academic- uh... Yeah, I would just do this one. I don't think you need your high school there, especially, I mean, in the pre-medical certificate, I wouldn't have that. It's just showing that like you weren't sure. It's just another thing to distract from finance. It's, an, it's, okay. a, it's another use, so, another use. So pre-medical, okay. So I, I've just written this because this shows like, you know, it's very hard to get into pre-medical where I come from. Mm -hmm. Just to show that I got into pre-medical uh, studies. But it's totally irrelevant to finance. Like it's just, uh, if yeah, anything, yeah, it just makes you, I, I, I think you have enough things with being valedictorian, gold medalist, honor roll, straight A student. And you have enough to show that you're a hard worker and you're a great student. Okay, I'll just remove the uh, entire high school. I would do know, that because I think you're going to need that space. Okay. Um, and then here, uh, this is a full-time role, right? So HASA Consulting, Recruiting Executive, uh, and Admin Assistant. So like this, this is a more like Admin Assistant it feels like a more of a, you're an admin, right? So it's a little bit less of like data into Excel, admin head of analysis. Like this is going to be tough, like to, 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 um, to frame it in a way that's that relevant to like a finance role. I'd focus on the Excel work, like you said, but like be much more specific around what you did in there. And if it's not impressive, if it's like, oh, data entry all the time, you probably want to like downplay it a little bit. Okay. And, put the okay. WSO research internship more front and center. All right, got it. Especially since it's WSO is known, Wall Street has Wall Street, has finance research in the title. So that's going to yeah. get you more. I'm going to add that. Yeah, it's going to get you more potential interviews. Um, yeah, and that's okay. it. I think that's, those, are the main those are the main things I see here with this resume. All right, Mr. Patrick. Uh, will I be able to receive a recording of my part, you know, the reviewing part of my resume? Yeah, all this will be up um, on YouTube at some point. All week. right. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Mr. Patrick. Thank, Thank you. you so much. No worries. Um, let me open up uh, one more here. Susmitha. Hope I said your name okay. Hi, yeah, you said my name right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, you're at UMass near my hometown. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm from Andover. Do you know Andover? Yeah, I actually live in Franklin, Massachusetts, so I've been there a couple of times. Nice. Okay, I'm trying to get it to open up on my... My computer's giving me lots of problems today. It doesn't want to... Let me enable editing on your resume, and then I'll share screen, and we can jump right into it. Here we go. Now I'm good. Okay. So this is all um, recorded, so I can view it later, right? Just to make the changes after. Exactly. Yeah, it's it'll be recorded. You can take a look. Um, so, okay. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. A little bit like where you're going, what you're trying to do, where you're trying to break into, and stuff, and I can dive in. Yeah. So I just started my junior year on Tuesday, 
and I'm a finance major. Um, I'm most interested in investment banking, but if that doesn't work out, I'm thinking of getting into corporate finance at maybe like Amazon or TJ Maxx or one of those companies. Um, but my first goal that I'm working hard to get into is investment banking. So I'm focusing more on that and how I can improve myself to get into that role. And you're you're starting your junior year. Yeah, I just started it this week. Okay. Have you looked into the um into the diversity programs? Yeah, I did the Goldman Sachs Insight series and then next week I'm doing the Goldman Sachs Asset Management series where I learn about private equity and investing cool. and divisions there. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Uh first glance, I like the format. It's clean. Um that's really helpful because oftentimes we don't get that. Uh GPA is great. Um, do you have any relevant coursework you could list here? So my um, advisor told me not to put coursework. So I put coursework before, but she told me to delete it. So uh, what was she saying just for space? Yeah, I think so, but she told me it's not necessary, but I'm taking a financial modeling class. So she said I could add that after that's done. Yeah, that would be good. Or just even um, as you get through our, the internship with, with us. There, all the free courses you get, you can put like we have this bullet here about like, you know, this may be a little hard to achieve while you're at school, but over 200 hours of self-study across financial modeling valuation courses, including Excel, three statement modeling, PowerPoint for finance, DCF, precedent training comps, LBO modeling, and MA. That's like, that's like screaming investment banking, right? <laughs> so it's like if you can get something like that, mm. um, and maybe when you finish this course, you can be more specific and have those keywords in there. So like DCF, valuation, trading. Are you doing trading comps at all with this financial modeling? Or is it all three statement modeling? Uh, I'm not exactly sure yet because what we just started. So okay. Have- okay. So yeah, you'll have to see like what you can get in there, but the more of those like keywords you can get in mm-hmm. the better for your, for your chances of actually getting interviews. Yeah. So um, I did like a DCF and evaluation project. It's in my project section on the bottom. Cool. So- um, so let me just dive in here. So you've been doing a lot of internships. Yes. Okay um latest was this past summer venture capital business analytics i just finished that um like this week yeah okay build so you could say built right built yeah uh build one financial model based on economic factors which economic factors i meant like um based on their company the com- so we had to pick one company and I picked Tanima, an employee training company. So the objective of the internship was to find which companies would help HP Tech, uh, like what we think they could invest in to help the hybrid working environment. Got it. So like you're looking at hybrid works, uh, hybrid working environment, these te- like new technologies coming out or new yeah. companies. And, yeah. We were the- um, so why not build one financial to assess? to assess the viability of investing in hybrid um, hybrid work uh, focused startups. So when you say like, okay, so like that's more specific. I know I spelled it all wrong because I can't type, but like that's more specific than what you were telling me, which is, 
build one financial model on economic factors to assess. It's just like this. Mm-hmm. All it feels like this. It's like leaving me swimming and I don't know what exactly you did. And then you just told me. Yeah. So I'd like it to be a little more, more specific around like, that's cool. Oh, you're looking at high, hybrid startups, right? And then instead of economic factors, like what, what do you mean? Like, were you looking at like revenue build? Did you build or do a detailed revenue build on it or projections? A little bit of both. We like looked at all the financials. I would, we did like a business model. I'm like how their revenue grew. And then we'll look at like all those financial. Yeah. So that's much more relevant. So you should be like built, built operating model or revenue projection build over, you know, five years, whatever, over three years based on various scenarios. So like you're starting to speak the language of like operating build, revenue build, scenario analysis, that type of stuff. Um, if you can have that in there as like the first bullet, it'd be really strong. Yes. Rather than the the kind of softer, vaguer one. But don't mm-hmm. obviously you don't want to oversell it because they could start asking you a lot of questions on like, okay, well, what what was the revenue? What mm-hmm. were the scenarios? You just got to be ready to kind of back it up if and when they're they're going to dive into it. Okay. In the interviews, I mean. Um, okay, identifying profile twelve startups to meet stated requirements as well as evaluate them for investment potential while home. While honing personal business judgment. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I could remove the while honing personal business judgment. I think it's a little bit, it's like, yeah, it's kind of, you're going to be gaining that. It's it's a little bit, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's a little soft, but. Calculate and analyze data using Excel and SQL to find summary values and trends. What do you mean by summary values? We calculate and analyze data using Excel and SQL to find summary values and trends in what? So in the program, it gives you a list of bullet points you can put. So I just put that. Okay, but then you, I'm going to ask you, you're going to get asked this in an interview. Yeah. And so you got to be like ready to back it. Anything on your resume is fair game, like anything, like the last mm-hmm. bullet, the last little thing in the corner you fit, nobody would ask you a question on. Um, so like I would do a bunch of mock interviews to be ready. You seem like a pretty calm person. So like another, another piece of feedback, like when you're doing interviews is make sure you're bringing energy and enthusiasm, um, Mm -hmm. to like, to this, and then make sure like, yeah, every single bullet is kind of, you're dialed in, you're ready to answer a question on that. What do you mean by bringing enthusiasm to an interview? I mean, smiling, I mean, smiling, Uh, I mean, um, you know, having a firm handshake, good, good eye contact. It means, um, you know, stating why this, this firm, why this industry with conviction mm-hmm. and not being like, you're a little more soft-spoken like me, I'm, I'm similar. So like when I would get into a, an interview, I have to like really kind of hype myself up because you want to show to them, like you really want it. Right. You don't want them yeah. to make you think like, make them think that like, she's not that interested or she's too passive. You also yeah. don't want to go and be like, hey, I'm so excited about this. Die, give me the job. You don't mm-hmm. want to be like that. But you also don't want to be like, hey, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is great. Oh, you know, you didn't really. Yeah, that was just a model we built and projections and, and be vague. Because yeah. then they're just going to be like, okay, I got nothing. Mm-hmm. And so just this is from our like two minute interaction right now. That's what I'm reading from you. Like, I just want to make sure you're ready for the interview too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is all hard. It's all like. <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot um okay along the way ink so okay i think this is good but just know know what this is 
Cause like, what could it be like a summary value and trends? Like just the, so they gave us an Excel sheet of all the, like the values and I used it. Values of what? Find that the values of, um, I need to recheck, but I do know the values. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're, like, you're gonna get eaten alive if you write a bullet like that. It was the revenues. I think it was the revenues. Okay, or maybe uh, valuation. Yeah, maybe. Maybe like, um. So yeah, I mean, I think it's good if you know SQL, Excel, VBA, all that stuff. You can get those keywords on the resume, but we got to be careful. We're not like setting ourselves up to get like, you know, get in trouble in the interview. Yeah. Um, because then it'll. It's it's not going to do do us any good, and it's I mean it's good practice, but just be ready for that. Um, along the way, find this internship. Uh, what is along the way? It's a nonprofit organization that um, helps single mothers who take care of their kids. So it's like a company that's like growing to help um, single mothers. Yeah. So what do they do? What do you do for them? You help take care of their kids is it like a daycare? No, no, I I do a virtual. So for right now, I'm helping her research like developmental plans to help their company grow. We're looking at the like. So oh, is it, is it then, a startup? No, it's not a startup. And then I help, um, I work alongside the CFO to create like budget models and financial models to help their grow. I like just started it a few weeks ago. Oh, cool. So yeah, since you have a monthly budgeting, tell me like how much the budget, the monthly budget is for advertising campaigns. Like, da, 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 tell me that. Um, and fundraising events, tell me how much you raise, like the outcome eventually, once you have that data, because mm -hmm. it'll make that bullet much stronger. Uh, use accounting skills to build three financial statements. The three financial models to build three financial models. Oh, just make costs and project profits of proposed new projects. Okay, cool. Still, again, I think I'm seeing a pattern here of like your bullets being a little bit like a little soft they're good for, formats great on your resume um i think i just want a little bit more tan a little bit more tangible stuff and if and if you didn't do that much there then just you know don't oversell it right or be prepared to oversell it when they call you on it <laughs> okay yeah okay um connect scenario planning and scalability exercises for the social enterprise over a five-year period for the social enterprise being along the way. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's I a little awkward. For the company. Yeah, for the company. It's a little awkward. I mean, I think where you what you might want to do is along the way, you might want to have a little description. It's like nonprofit helping single mothers uh, with childcare or whatever it is um, that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Maybe have like a little description, finance intern. Um, you can put like dash nonprofit for uh, blah, 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 because I think that's great. Yeah. Um, and you have another one, Mothers Helping Mothers Develop Business Plan for New Nonprofit Global Internet. So this is kind of similar, but it's Mothers Helping Mothers. Okay. Business Plan for New Nonprofit Global Internet. Rise and increase. Well, you're going to get called out hard on that. What does that mean? Increased business efficiency by 90%. Mothers um, Under Mothers Helping Mothers, your first bullet. Develop a business plan for a new nonprofit global social enterprise, which increased business efficiency yeah. by 90%. We um, developed a business plan to help her company grow, and she told me we increased it by 90%. Okay, That's what she Increasing revenue? 
Yeah. Or efficiency or like costs. Efficiency and like revenue. I asked her and that's what she said, but I'm not sure if she understood what I said. So yeah, you need to understand because it's on your resume and you're going to get even yeah. more in these interviews with these numbers. Because like when I, I read that- revenue. Yeah, because like when I read that, I it means it immediately screams out to me that you have you don't know like what this bullet even means. Like yeah. so I you know it's it's like I initially opened the resume, I'm like, oh, this is good. But then I start if I start digging, like mm. the first one I couldn't tell, like SQL, the summary values, you didn't know that. And then this one, uh, which increased business efficiency by 90%. It's too revenue. Yeah. So like say revenue, it increased yeah. revenue by 90%. But like then I'm gonna really push down on that. Be like, yeah. well, what specifically about the business plan helped increase revenue? Did you introduce new products, new markets? What? Well, what was so game changing? And if it's increased revenue by ninety percent, how small is this business? Was it fifty thousand dollars a year in revenue, and it went to it went to, um, you know, eight uh, ninety thousand in revenue, or was it like five hundred thousand revenue? It went to nine hundred thousand. I don't know the exact revenues. I have to look at it. Yeah. So like. Don't let people feed you bullets that are going to put you in a really bad spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, consult with Google data analysts and applying analytics to improve nonprofits online marketing. Now tell me the results of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if you can, or just like, you know, get, um, give me at least broad stroke numbers in terms of what happened there. Created weekly presentations for leadership focused on areas of improvement for client meeting. Uh, great. How many presentations did you do? Did you actually do? Or, oh, sorry, how many presentations did you create? Um, and then I think similar along the way in Mothers Helping Mothers, Mothers Helping Mothers had a little bit more descriptive terms, but I think having a little line here next to your title, kind of describing in like five to seven words what the company actually is. Mm-hmm. They're both, you say nonprofit here in both in social enterprise, but like just giving a sense of like, what their mission is, I think would be really helpful. Goldman Sachs Insights Series. Great. Program participant, you guys know about primary interstate for division. Cool. So professionally network with peers and senior leadership by week. Awesome. That's great. Um, so it's not like it. Okay, so Lori Designs Company intern. And this was up until this summer, till June. Yeah. This is really strong. Who helped you write these bullets? I wrote them. They're, I, I, they're much better I, than the other bullets. Yeah. Like they're much, this is much better than the rest of your internship, the rest of your yeah. <laughs> resume. And it's like kind of hidden. And I see design and I'm like, uh, as a finance person, I'm like, uh, whatever, what is this? But then I start reading the bullets and it's all finance. Yeah, I worked really hard to um, write those bullets. So under, can you, can you, instead of calling yourself intern, can you call yourself finance intern or business intern? My uh, advisor to, wrote intern. So if I show that to her again, she's going to get, she's going to be upset that I changed it. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why is she going to ask her? Why is she going to be upset? Because she told me um to do sure she told me to write intern last time I wrote finance intern and she told me she changed it to intern. No, it's horrible advice. Don't listen to advisors. <laughs> it's a design company. Everything you did here was finance. You're trying to get a job in finance. Yeah. 
showcase it because you know what happened my eye saw my eye saw design and i was just like oh she probably did some marketing or something and then i started reading the bullets and i was like oh you did like actual modeling and finance and business stuff which is super awesome um so much so that like i'd almost want you to put it ahead of the goldman sachs um or ahead of the the unless you can get these other bullets stronger like along the way mothers helping mothers like it's almost should go up right below the hp tech um, and then maybe that third bullet to save you a little bit of space, maybe try to get it on to two, two rows. Mm-hmm. Um, any calculation? Okay. Leverage MS Excel and evaluation of profit margin. Expense. So it's a little bit, you don't have to say you leverage the program because it's like, okay, well, everyone uses Excel to do this. You could just say, um, utilized or I always projected. use utilized. Oh, yeah, yeah. You say like projected uh, valuation, projected profit margins, profit margins, expected cost of multi revenue streams for development or projects, and in, in, in calculations of expected tariff margins and calculated. Expected tariff margin of 40 cents and 90% profit margin in the course of three years. So is this like 90% expected profit margin? So I get a sense that like, you're using terms, so like 90% expected profit margin on a dairy farm? Aren't think- farms like super low margin? Like, so when I see, when you say profit margin, um, it makes me nervous when I see this because I'm like, someone's going to push you on like, you know, margins of a dairy farm or the economics of a dairy farm. And if you don't know that, well, do you know dairy farm like revenue? So revenue was only 42,000, but profit was 90%. That's what it says on the Excel um, file in the business plan where we put all our revenues and profit margins. Was it gross margins, 90% or like net income? I need to recheck. I do have a business plan with me. I'll have to recheck in. Yeah, just really recheck that um, that number because 42,000 sounds super low for a farm for revenue. Are you sure that wasn't the profit? I need to um, recheck, but yeah. So maybe it was like a million dollars in revenue with only forty-two thousand of margin or, or gross gross uh, net income, which would be like a you know much lower um, actual margin or, or profit. Mm-hmm. Um, probably provide weekly reports on financial data, identifying changes in trends, patterns, and key performance indicators. Okay, a little vague, but not bad. Um, yeah, I would put finance into back here. This is a good lesson to list, not listen to advisors. Um, at colleges that have never worked in finance or never done uh-huh. an internship. Like, I think it's really important. People put a lot of trust in these advi- these career counselors. No offense, but if your career is a career counselor, many times you couldn't get the career in, the, in, the, in what you're advising in. So like I always say, like, be careful taking advice from people who aren't, have never actually done it. So if your career counselor actually worked in finance or worked in a job that you wanted, then okay, like I put some weight in that. But if if you look at their backgrounds, you can be careful who you're taking advice from. And she like the resume is really clean. She clearly like if it was messier before, like I I think that's your, your resume looks like it's been looked over, right? I just don't think I think the the places I'm seeing that are weaknesses, it's a little bit vague on the bullets. You're not really sure how to back them up or talk to them really well. And um, I'm getting senses. I'm getting sense of like you're not very comfortable in knowing like the numbers around like revenue expenses, profit margins, all this stuff in the business, which if you're trying to go into IB, like 
you're going to get ripped apart. Mm -hmm. um, even though you're a great student, you're going to get ripped apart not knowing like what an income statement looks like. I'd say walk me through an income statement. Right? Would you be able to do that right now? No. Yeah. So that's that's where you're going to get. Uh, that's where it's going to be really hard, right, to compete. Yeah. So um, it's good you're taking the financial modeling class. I would definitely pay attention a lot there because it's going to help you in your interviews too. Yes. Cool. Okay. Uh, extracurriculars. So yeah, overall, I would just do that. Those things, like make it a little quantified a little more, check your numbers, make sure you're comfortable if someone was to drill down on each of these bullets and you'll be mm -hmm. in much better shape. Uh, Man Mukti, fundraising committee, revenue. Um, what was the result of that uh, new innovative ways for members to raise money? Did it resulting in a 10% increase in, you know, annual da 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 in the year? Proposed the board approve the budget that reflects how big is the budget? Uh, okay, source 1000 for fundraising events to support mental health awareness at USA first. Okay, I don't know if this needs three bullets here. Mm -hmm. You could probably do it with two because they're kind of all saying, like, you said you raised money and then you said raise money again and you just put the amount in a different bullet. Um, you could yeah. probably get it down to two. Uh, investment banking present. What is this? So uh, it's an investment banking club. Yeah, every time I put club, the format would mess up, so I just put that. Okay, if you move, it would mess up your formatting. Like that, you're saying you would move it to the next line. Yeah, I would move it. Uh, there you go. Just got to delete up here. It's an extra tab. I mean, and again, another reason to, to have tables here. These tables don't print out these lines. It'll help you get things right aligned versus left aligned. Having this split into two, this row split into two columns and then these split into one column. It really helps. You can be like, hey, right align this box, left align that box. And it's just, it stays nice and neat. And then as you add length or reduce length, instead of playing with rows and dealing with words, annoying. <laughs> annoying uh, idiosyncrasies. It's okay. Mess making club, blah, blah, blah. Great. Okay. Okay. Um, this looks good. Awesome. So like, yeah. So with this stuff, so you're going to be a junior. What you're going to be. Is that right? Yeah, I'm going to be a junior. You're just starting your junior year. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's really hard nowadays because like when I was in college, I didn't know even what invest like invest making was to like junior year. I couldn't walk through any financial modelings. I couldn't do any of this stuff, right? So it, it's hard now, but the competition, unfortunately, they have a lot of this stuff. Um, and they have investment, our, you know, our investment making interview course, our financial modeling courses, you're taking one right now. The expectation is that as a, um, you know, you're a, fin you're a finance major, and you're doing well. So the expectation is that you're going to be able to walk me through an income statement. Yeah. Uh, even if I read about it, I just can't remember all of them. I'm not sure. Even if you what? Even even if I read about like how to build a um, income statement or walk me through it, um, I still can't remember it. Like talk about it. I don't know. I think I got like, too nervous or something. Yeah, it's hard. You got to practice, right? You got to drill just like anything. It's you know, and after you've done a few models, you start actually just second nature, right? Uh, yeah. So I think that's going to be important for you because your resume can get you all the interviews you want, but if they start drilling, if they start asking, they're all just going to look at your resume as cues of what to talk about. And if you can say, I'm not sure, let me check. That's 
that's just auto ding, right? Um, whereas if you can be like talking about this thing specific and give them specifics and go into more detail, then it's be like, cool, awesome. Okay. She did, she did something real there. Or like she, you know, she understands it, but I think where you probably can, where you're, I don't think resume is the main issue here. I think the underlying, your underlying, like being ready for the interview is going to be a much more important thing for you to work on. So it means like really studying financial modeling. It means really studying, just like being able to walk through that. Cause um, you know, maybe an FPNA will be a little bit less intense or like a big four, but like even for the best groups in there, like transaction advisors, it's super competitive. The good so news is this, saying- this resume, this resume with that GPA, it'll probably get you looks like you'll probably get interviews. My point is like, you're going to be, um, it's going to be tough until you like practice. Mm. So my resume is, fine I just need like a little bit of more details but you're saying I need to practice more on like the technicals my point is your resume the way it looks and reads is way higher than what you're able to answer to me like just talking to you so like there's this huge gap and if you don't get your your knowledge of what you did and be able to go into the details and get become a better interviewer with that if you don't get that somewhere online it's kind of useless to get a bunch of you know get more get interviews and then get blown out yeah. Okay. So like, that's where I think you need to, I think you need to make sure every number on your resume, you can back up. Like, it doesn't really make sense. Dairy farm revenue, 40,000 90% expected profit. Like I can just tell you just knowing business, but it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And like, you're talking about over three years. So are you saying like the annual revenue is like, it just, it just shows that like, it, it sounds like somebody was like coaching you on what to say from the business. Right. Mm-hmm but maybe they didn't really know much about finance uh, as much, or maybe like they just were feeding you numbers and it was kind of lost in translation a little bit. Even one of the workers told me that I was right. So I'm not sure. So profit margin being like net profit. So a dairy farm had $42,000 of revenue and a 90% expected profit margin. So yeah, that means, so it's just is that annual? Is that an annual profit margin? You're saying so over three years, the farm had a forty-two thousand in revenue and a ninety percent profit margin. So forty-two thousand in revenue and about thirty-ish thousand in profit. Mm-hmm. Well, I showed it to someone that works there. I'm like the entire bullet points, and she said that's right. And she runs their fine. She looks at their books and their she's their bookkeeper or their finance person. Yeah. She like works directly with the manager and manager. And so is it a really small farm? Uh, yeah, yeah, it might be. How many cows do they have? Cows? I think they have like four or five. Oh, okay. So maybe it is right. It's really small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're, I mean, yeah, I get, it's just, my point is like, if you're not including the purchase of the cows, the depreciation of the cows, all this stuff, then yeah, Yeah. maybe your, your gross margins are 90% because the cows are generated. It's really cheap to feed the cows and they produce produce the milk and you make a really good margin on it. But yeah. So if I um, were to, um go into an interview for investment banking what um internships do you think i could talk about i was thinking like the hp tech and along the way maybe like a little bit of lori designs 
but they're going to be they're the ones that are going to decide. Oh, like when they just talk, when they tell you to tell me about yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. what's the best ones to pull? Like when they say, "Tell me about a time that your your strength in this." Which whichever one you feel like you can talk to with the most detail and the most confidence, where like what you did was the most like relevant to what the job requires. I don't think mothers helping mothers could be one because I was mostly developing a business plan for right now. That is Um, along the way, I did do financial modeling and I worked directly with the CFO. So I think I could uh, like mention that a little. Yeah. Tech ventures is kind of like a ventures capital, seeing which companies I think HP tech invest in. I don't know if that's good enough to say, but I think that's like interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, I think I agree with you. I think the CFO, one along i think the, along the way is stronger and i think the lori designs is stronger yeah um so yeah and then the wso one in terms of just being able to get like the keywords on your resume will help mm-hmm. yeah i hope i'm not being too i hope i'm not being a jerk to you i, I just want to make sure i wanted oh. you to be successful so like i just want to make sure you're 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 like see where you need improvement to help yourself. No, that's why I um asked you to review my resume. I wanted honestly. Yeah, so like the resume is not bad, except when you start looking at the actual bullets and then pushing you on it, you quickly mm-hmm. fold, you quickly fold. That's all. And so like you need to be able to like literally, if it was like the last word on here, and you were like project DCF modeling evaluation, even this like this is super vague. Like, what does that mean? DCF modeling evaluation. I just picked this. <laughs> well, that, that's what the projects are called. So I just put that. For it's what sad. though? In what? In a class or in a what? No, it's from Coursera. Um, it's like a. Oh, so you just write Coursera. A project based. Courses, though, right? It's not really courses. It's just it's like a project you do. Is it through the university or is it through? It's through the website, Coursera. Okay, so just self-study. Yeah. Okay. So if I push you on DCF modeling evaluation, are you going to say, I'm not sure, I'm going to check, or are you going to be able to tell me the theory behind a DCF evaluation? Yeah, I'm not going to know exactly. Okay, so yeah. So like for, I think to me, that's what I, that's what I see as the, I, I think you're, I see the biggest issue with your candidacy here of being competitive is actually just the foundational knowledge of finance. And like your GPA is great. The formatting your resume is great. But then every time I look, I look at certain bullets, it's vague and, or they're trying to be specific and it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So for me, it's like, you can get in with a resume that looks good, but you, it's like, it, meaning you can get, get an interview, but I think you're going to be so much stronger if you just get that, like you take those, you take, those financial modeling courses really seriously and you get comfortable walking through um a three statement model you you know you after the first 25 hours working with us you get the investment banking interview course because guess what that course is relevant not just to IV, it's relevant to any finance role mm-hmm. it's valuation questions uh you know dcf questions options trading all this stuff where if you show knowledge around that and you're more confident about how to answer those mm-hmm. um i think you're gonna go much further and you'll you'll probably land in a good spot when I I so I start on um, the Wall Street Oasis internship tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm like halfway through, um, can I show you the bullet points for totally. when I 
Yeah. Yeah. Come back. We do this every week. So uh, we're happy to take a look, even once you kind of get through this and you kind of refine it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I wouldn't listen to no offense to the counselor, but I don't know. I know. I think she, she did it. Really nice. She did a really good job. Uh, yeah. Unless you did this already with the the template. I think the template's really clean. And I think yeah, it's like the school's template everyone uses. Yeah, and the bullets the bullets are overall good. It's the content of the bullets and your ability to back them up that's weak. Yeah, I totally get it. I'm okay. I'm, I'm definitely gonna work on that. Cool. Awesome. I'm excited to see the improvement. We had one yeah. guy who last week or two weeks ago mm-hmm. went from like one resume to the next, and it was like night and day. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much better. <laughs> so hopefully I'm hoping you, uh, you follow the same path. Yeah, definitely. And Thank welcome you. To, welcome to the internship. Um, Nabil, anybody else? Did I, let me see if there's any more chats. And um, Devani said, oh, I joined it's the first September, but I haven't started working so far as I was keeping well, so I could start this week. Yeah, Devani, you can start this week. Um, Read the read the guys in the Slack group if you're not sure what to do. There's a step-by-step guide on how to start. Um, and then I think that's it. We still have a few people that stayed through that whole thing. So hopefully it was educational for some people who um, aren't as brave as uh, the people who shared the resume. Um, but yeah, I think, Bill, anything else that we should cover here? Oh, you're, uh, you're muted. Patrick Duani here. Yep. Uh, can I share my resume next uh, Friday? Yes, we'd love to go through it. All right. Okay. Thank um, you so much. Yeah, and anybody else who wants to go through it, and we can do multiple rounds. It doesn't have to be like just once. If there's not that many people sharing this, or there's and there's you know we have what over 100 interns, and I think there's only like 30 people here at, at its peak, um, and now down to 11 because they got too bored with me ranting and raving. Um, <laughs> but I think if uh, if if you want to share it, like you could potentially do it multiple weeks in a row and show the improvement. And we keep kind of going through and trying to make, make them really, uh, really top notch so that you're ready to go for, for recruiting season. So, yeah, I think we'll end it there for everybody. Um, Nabil, any other final words? Is your speaker working? No, it's not working. Okay. (laughs) I'll assume you're done. Um, but yeah, if there's any questions on what to do, definitely in the Slack group, there's pinned material and information on exactly how to start step one, step two, step three. So follow that, read that carefully, those guidelines, because it'll it'll lead you, uh, we will not lead you astray. Um, and yeah, everyone, good luck and hope you had a great start to the school year for those of you heading back to school. And yeah, see you next week. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way, patrick at wallstreetoasis.com. And until next time.